0: Aussie music is something to be proud of Wear it like a badge Because it's Australian bands and artists That are the influences of so many other musicians the world over So at Triple M We're proud to be able to showcase the power of the Aussie music scene Paying both homage to the greats that have stood the test of time Right alongside the current, the emerging, the future influences The ones that will be next to make their mark on the global music scene If it's Aussie and it rocks, it's right here this is Triple M's Homegrown with Matty O.
1: Yes, right around the country on the Triple M network, 49 stations, and on the brand new listener Up. This is an absolute pleasure to welcome to the show an artist that's had an incredible few years. You're seeing them everywhere. It's a passion for music that is rarely matched. Performing since nine, plays every instrument. It's something you have to see live too, whether it's guitar, keyboards, drums. It's so natural, almost an extension of themselves, which is a rare gift. And it started for most people right here. Right there. What a way to burst on the scene about you, tracks like. Not afraid to strip it back too. Listen to this song so many times. Bring me home, tracks like you and I. And it's exciting. We're getting a brand new album, 11
0: tracks. From-
1: Incredible production. Be your man. And of course... It is an absolute pleasure to be joined by and back in the radio studio with the <laughs> one and only G Flip. Good to see you. Welcome home.
0: What's up, buddy? How are you? It's been a while since we did this.
1: Oh my god! Well, should we give the people a backstory? We did yeah. community radio together. I reckon yeah. what, like 2016? We did a few shows together.
0: I feel, I feel like it's probably. I don't even know. I don't know where. What you are. year is it? 2023. <laughs> yeah, 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 I reckon yeah. like it could be like 10 years ago. Wow. Yeah.
1: Because we played gigs together too. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I was going to say, does that feel like yesterday to you? Does that feel like another lifetime ago, not, like those days?
0: It feels like a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like a bit of a lifetime ago. Yeah. But still, again, it feels like not too long ago. I don't know. It feels, yeah, it's like this weird, like it was yesterday, but also, whoa.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, like, right?
0: yeah.
1: What's it like being home? Do you have, like, uh, obviously, like, when you come home, it's exciting for anyone, but do you have, like, the first thing you have mapped out to do, it's like, all right, I'm going to get a Bowie, I'm going to go here, I'm going to the bakery, yeah. I'm going to get like a chicken schnitzel roll. Is it like the first thing that you do when you get home?
0: There's lots of things. So um, first of all, like getting off the plane in Melbourne and then driving across the Balti Bridge is always like this nice feeling Yeah, i see heart. that on
1: your Insta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like
0: a calming vibe. Yeah. Um, but then it's Carlton Draft on tap. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like just a nice pot. I love a pot. Totally. They don't have pots in the States and the beer isn't like they have here and it's I've not got, the same. I got some spots near my house with tank beer, so that's great. Yeah. I love going to the MCG, see the pies play. Yeah, we'll yeah, be yeah. there on Saturday.
1: Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um,
0: get a Palmer in me. Nice. Um, see Nan, see Dad, see my sister. Yeah. Um and then I don't know. I just like, I, you know, I grew up, you know, by the water in Bowie, Cheltenham mm. area, but then moved to St Kilda and, you know, I love going to the ESPY. That's where I yeah. played my first gig at like 14, 15 years old. Front bar, Back um, when it was the no, it was, dingy ESPY or like, no, like, I don't know. The Gershwin Room. Nice. It was my first show. One of those, um, it was a gun music production where you, you have to p- kind of pay to play. It's oh, yeah, one gotcha. of those <laughs> yeah, yeah You yeah. got to sell the ticket. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it's really, really. I love being back here, and it's like so soothing being back. Like the LA is so hectic and so mm. fast paced and like yeah. wild yeah. and intense. Where here, it's like everyone's way more laid back and just chilling.
1: Yeah, it's nice. What's it like coming back and like you know looking at this tour, which we'll touch on, but to have new music to play, like that's the most mm. exciting thing about being a musician, right? Like
0: yeah.
1: having a new album. That's coming out. Like it's it almost must, must, be, must be the most exciting time. Artwork's done. It's all mastered. It's all ready to go now. You just yeah. kind of wait.
0: Yeah. I'm so excited to get it released already because I've been listening to these bloody songs for that <laughs> yeah, long. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, let's release them already. But no, I'm really excited to perform. I'm playing in some dream venues that I've like dreamed of playing my whole entire life. Mm. So. I'm um, really excited and I'm just really stoked on the new record and I reckon people are going to get around it.
1: How are you writing at the moment? Like have you always kind of started with drums and kind of built your way, started with drums and built everything around that or are you starting to get so you kind of chops and changes? Like how's the writing process kind of it's work al- at the moment?
0: It's always chopped and changed but for this album which is called Drummer which comes out next week, yep. um, I wanted to make a, like a pop rock record that came from the drums and was – just all kit, and, like, I wrote out a list of grooves, which I nice, can talk I can nice. talk drums with you. Yeah, let's do it. So Worst Person Alive, you know, Born to Run, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, do-do-ka, totally. do-do-ka, do-do-ka, do-do-ka. Yeah. It's like that never-ending yeah. drum vibe that just keeps going. That's Worst Person Alive. do do ga do yeah. do 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 do-do, with some hits in it. I got a little hint of saxophone, which Bruce always does. Yeah. Block and spiel on some of the melodies in nice. there. Like, that was very, like... Bruce Springsteen inspired The Worst Person Alive, my song. Um, but the drum groove, the never-ending,
1: makes course. you
0: want to run, train yeah. that keeps going till it collapses kind of feeling. Um,
1: and it's an air, instant air drumming song too. I yeah. mean, we were both doing it in the studio. Nah, Jules nah, is doing nah, it out there. Yeah, nah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so this record came a lot from drum grooves. I had the Picaro Shuffle, which is Toto Rosanna, the drummer, Picaro. He you know, had a lot of influence on the shuffle groove that he took from John Bonham from Led Zeppelin and yeah. he made it into his own, which is the opening kit part of Rosanna. So that was also on the list that I wanted to nice. make sure I made a song with that groove yeah. in it. Um, there's, yeah, so a lot of songs, they came from a list of drum grooves or some of the songs came from me sitting at the kit and then playing. There's a few songs that just nice. came from me sitting behind the kit and then singing out loud. Mm. Um and then other songs I'd written a couple of years ago that were in my pile that then I just cool. reproduced and made yeah. drums like. But drums, are, the whole album's called Drummer. So yeah. I just wanted to make my dream record that yeah. was like comes from a drummer. And even like my drum, me- the melodies that I write singing, yeah. like if you dissect them, they're so like drummy. Like, rhythmic. Rhythmic. Yeah. Like, the worst person alive is like hits with a drum solo. So, you know. Yeah. Aus- <aella> als- third- <gra comer> so like well, you know i feel like normally top liners singers songwriters that might not come from a drum background their melodies start before the one or on the one where a lot of my melodies are like i'm thinking like snare if you wrote my vocal melody out like a snare drum rhythm yeah it it Makes sense. It's so
1: interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I
0: write very much like a drummer because that's my first instrument. That's my like. I'm I'm like to me. Although I'm a singer professionally, I've I'm a drummer that sings. I'm not a singer that drums. I'm definitely a drummer that sings.
1: Well, I think there is something you know really magical about you know people that are like that, like drums first and songwriting kind of from that. And you look at some of the greats like Roger Taylor. Even Phil Collins, too. Even Dave Grohl and the Phooey's. And Strip It Back, a little more recent, uh, Kevin Parker, Tame Impala. Kind of all similar to what you were saying before and in the post-production, too. Uh, a common theme is they spend 80% on the drums and 20% on everything else. Is mm. that how it kind of works for you when you're kind of going through the track in the post? Oh, yeah, yeah, nice.
0: It's yeah, and on the album, you can really hear like there's a lot of kit presence. and there's like on my list there was like, I want like breakbeat groove in a song. I want like a funk kind of grooves in songs. I want, yeah, um I wanted a song where because I also thought about, you know, especially in the pop world, you write music and you don't think about what it is how to play it live like you think of that in the pop industry, it's like Mm. then you go to play shows and then you learn how to play your songs live. Yeah. Where for me, I have such a, and you know this, like I used to play drums in so many bands around Melbourne. Yeah. I was also a wedding drummer. Yeah. And when you're a wedding drummer, you're playing hit songs back to back and you notice that there's some songs that feel better playing them live than others. Yes. So I made sure that when I was writing the songs that I – really thought about how I'm going to play this live and is this going to be fun to play live? So. That's
1: so important, isn't it? Because there yeah. are so many pop songs that when you, you watch them live, it's just it's just not the same. There is something yeah. missing.
0: So I wanted, yeah, songs that me and my band are going to be like. So we love playing a lot. Like the record we're stoked with, and there was one song that – um. I just wanted to, wanted it to be the drum song on the record. Nice. It's called Rough. Yeah. And it's like just huge toms, the whole song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every single uh, person in my band, their first instrument is drums, but we play all the other instruments Oh, that's well. so cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a moment in the show that like we're all on like toms and drums and we're all just like beasting out. So
1: Oh, that's so good. I wanted
0: to make sure that was on the record. But that came simply, simply from the idea of what I want a part of the live show.
1: Nice, yeah. So yeah, then yeah. I went
0: backwards and then made that song based on what I wanted for the live show.
1: That's so clever. So yeah, that's so fun. Like, how good is it as well having a band that can play every instrument too?
0: Yeah, it's cool because we all switch it up.
1: Yeah, tell me about the live show, like, and you know, but both of us being from Melbourne, I feel like the Forum is like the pinnacle, it's right? Holy like, grail. like, like that's the one you got. You grow up watching bands go there. You walk past it, you know, whether you're doing something in the city, and it's the one. I yeah. mean. What's it like looking at, you know, so many of these shows selling out and then the forum sold out. It's going to be incredible.
0: The forum's my dream venue of my whole life. Like it almost brings tears to my eyes because I'm like, holy shit. Like that is. The one. That's the I made it moment. Yeah, it is. It is. That's the like, holy shit. And I get to play three of them. So (laughs) I'm also like, holy crap. Um yeah, I can't wait to play those shows. I'll probably cry on stage all three times I play there, to be honest.
1: Have you done, like, any, like, support gigs or any, like, one-off gigs there at all? Or is this, this no. the first? Oh, that's so much better.
0: I've, I've, so much I have did better. one show there, but it was no audience for, okay. like, a COVID live stream, oh, so gotcha. I don't really count it because yeah. it was only of camera yeah, yeah, yeah. people in the room. So it really, and I've never supported anyone there, so it really is my first time. Like, yeah, doing the yeah, things. So. Absolutely.
1: How's the guest list looking? North of 100, you reckon?
0: Oh, yeah. I actually had to, like, email. <laughs> book another
1: show just to get to, all the friends in.
0: Yeah, I was like, I need at least like 100 to 150 spots. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot totally. of family and friends to accommodate.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do they have, like, um, I was there the other night watching a band. Is that upstairs all shut now? Or can people still sit up there? I'm not too sure. There's
0: like a little area that I think fits 10 people, which I'm planning to have my nan and her old people friends from her old Perfect. folks home.
1: All good. That's um, so great.
0: Yeah. I think we can get them in a lift and then up there and they don't have
1: to Great. Food.
0: And nan's never seen me play live.
1: So oh, really? I'm
0: like. This is the time.
1: That's going to be so special. Yeah. Now I'm looking. Okay. At, now I'm looking at your tour schedule as well. You're doing heaps of dates overseas, and I've noticed that in between when you play Austin and Charlotte, you've left a four day gap around the time yes. that potentially.
0: We're in a Collingwood jumper right now.
1: One of Collingwood's biggest fans. I love watching yeah. you on the socials and watching it overseas and, and things like that. Daycost resigning. Let's chat footy for a little bit. 100%. It's got to be this year, right?
0: Uh, yeah. Like it has to be. It ha- and that's why I have those dates. Uh, Is
1: free. that actually why? Yeah. Oh, that's the best because I thought so too. When I look no. at that gap, I'm like, I bet ya. Yeah, they've left it so they can come back for the ground. It
0: was actually a really hectic conversation with my team. Oh, it would be because we obviously you, we you plan tours so far in advance. So we were planning this tour in March when the season just started.
1: So you wouldn't have even known how good they were going to
0: no, be. No, and it was like round two, and I'm and I'm we're talking about dates with my team, and I'm like, look, between <laughs> yeah, 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 we had to actually cancel. Um, or reschedule and really shake the touring schedule around to accommodate for me flying back to see the Pies win and then fly I love back that. home. Yeah. So yeah. Um, obviously, the Pies will be in the grand final, it's so I'll fe- be- it's
1: feeling pretty good this year. <laughs> so I'll
0: be flying back, see them win, and then fly back to tour.
1: What's been uh, the strangest place you've had to get the laptop out to watch an AFL game from abroad?
0: Oh, um, I was doing it in a meet and greet two weeks ago. <laughs> oh. Literally meeting fans while I have the, the screen there. But the best thing is when I do meet and greets, there's at least like 15 people in Collingwood jerseys. Oh, of course. Yeah, and I'm yeah. signing Collingwood scarves and Collingwood That's great. memorabilia. Um, I've been side of stage at Splendor and watching the footy. Um, I've been, you know, all over the world at all different times, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m. I, I don't miss one game. And then I watch the replay again the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I yeah, I'm all in, full in. I'm such a big fan, yeah. I can't even tell you.
1: Uh, I know. I've got a we've got someone, obviously, you're performing here today. And uh, one of the guys on the staff was like, Can you please? I'm like a huge G flip fan. He just one, one question. I'm like, Yeah, I'll ask him a question. He was like, What would they prefer? Number one album, Pies Flag.
0: Oh, yeah. I think a pie's flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think a pie's yeah. flat. Yeah,
1: it's a yeah. tough one, right?
0: Yeah, I feel like you know when you win, like when you get like I don't know, you win stuff in music. It's kind of like I had to choose between sport, like basketball, and music. Yeah, and it's like you didn't. I did. I like stop playing like uh, sport because. Yeah. I was not competitive and yeah. I like didn't care if we won or lost like yeah, I was not yeah, competitive. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know with music it's like it's not really meant to be competitive.
1: Exactly. But yeah. sport
0: is. Yeah. And also I feel like when you win a flag when your team wins a flag you remember the time and place the feeling what like everything. Like yeah. I remember 2010 Where when were final I? replay. I was at my house in Bowie. Nice. I remember I got out on my scooter yeah. with my my Collingwood jumper on and I closed my eyes and I crashed because I was just so happy. I was riding my scooter with my eyes closed (laughs) and crashed and like grazed my chin off. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Look, I just love the pies and I've, you know, grown up like die hard my whole life. Yeah.
1: It's, um, It,
0: it also bring like a number one album would just bring me joy and my, few close people with me and my team, but yeah. a Collingwood Grand Final would make every single person in my family happy. That's a big one, isn't it? Happy. Yeah. And a lot of other fans.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, you got time for a quick game? hmm This one's cool. To the walk
0: memory lane.
1: So this is called Memory Lane. So what I've done is I've gone through your gig history Fuck. and I've plucked out random ones.
0: To, well, I've to, got a house memory. Well, so that,
1: you know, this happens a lot. So I'm just on the chance to see what you remember about some of these shows. Okay. okay. So, and... Some of these have been put in. They're not always exactly right, but we'll see how we go.
0: G-Flip shows or G-Flip
1: beyond? shows and just, yep. yeah, just G-Flip. We'll okay. just keep it just G-Flip. Uh, so we go back to 2019. You yep. played with these guys. Gang of use at Laneway Festival. Yes. Also, we have Middle Kids.
0: Model,
1: Methyl Ethyl, uh, Ruby Fields, Skeggs as well. Yep. Remember that tour or yeah. uh, what springs to mind when you think St. Jerome's?
0: Um, what springs to mind is uh, me and Ruby Fields were back to back nice um, on that whole tour. Um, so we're hanging out with them a lot and sure. their tent was right next to ours the whole time. So yeah, I really yeah, got yeah. to know the Ruby Fields crew. And at the time, my sister was traveling with me as yep. my personal assistant and my sister met the bass player of Ruby Fields, oh, I said that. and that's where they fell in love, and that's where they first met. And then, so my sister fell in love with the bass player, Taz.
1: Oh, that's magical. Um,
0: yeah, and now they've got a kid on the way. Sammy's pregnant. And nice. then also earlier this year, yeah, earlier this year, my sister proposed to Taz while he was playing bass on stage at another, I saw I it was that. an Adam Newland gig because he also plays bass. Or oh, was it Ruby gig? Yeah, but anyway, that's what I remember yeah. from Laneway, My sister falling in love.
1: Oh wow, that's special. Do you remember what time you were on? And um, what was it? Were all the bands kind of getting on the same flights and traveling all around together? And yeah, yeah,
0: no. yeah I think I was. I was an earlier slot. I'm going to say around two thirty or something.
1: They can be dangerous because you got the rest of the day to just. Yeah, it definitely was. <laughs> uh, let's go the same year. A little later, you play with these guys. Groove in the Moo.
0: Groove in the Moo, yes.
1: Holly Holly also. The mm-hmm. Duh. Billie Eilish. And we've heard stories about this man on the tour. Coolio on Groove in the moon mm. That's a fun tour, hey.
0: That's a wild tour. Yeah. yeah, that was really fun. I got a couple stories about it. Yeah. Well, my mum came I think, look, I think my mum got slipped a little bit of something in her water because she was <laughs> off her rocket backstage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when Coolio came out, she was I wasn't with her at the time, but she was started to cry because it was so beautiful. Coolio and his, his rap um uh rap skills and he had a saxophone player. That came out and she was just crying so emotional in the mosh pit. Nice. Um, but another one is uh, Groove the who ended up in Bunbury, WA. And and for some reason they had really, really good mac and cheese in the yeah. artist area. Nice. So I, and I don't eat that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. I smashed like three plates of mac and cheese <laughs> and so did my bandmate Toothpick. Yeah. And then we, because it was the very last show of Grooving the Move, yeah, of course, we got on the drinks a yeah, lot and yeah. got really, really drunk. And then it, the night ended with me and Toothpick just spewing
1: up. Oh no way, mac and really? Cheese.
0: Yeah, hardcore. Oh no. So everyone remembers Bunbury as yeah, the yeah. time me and Toothpick, you know,
1: too much mac and cheese. went a bit hard
0: on the mac and cheese it? and yeah, <laughs> yeah. didn't do too well, but. Yeah, that Groove and the Moo is always a really, really fun, fun gig to play.
1: Yeah, it's cool to do those like uh, big festivals in a regional spot, right? 100%. It's just like, because they get rowdy in the regional areas.
0: They get, yeah. Yeah,
1: really, Way more rowdy. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go to Magnetic Island as well?
0: No, I had too many work things on. Too so many ready. things to do? Yeah.
1: That's all right. Let's go uh, 2020, right before the world stopped. Lime Cordial, uh, Falls Festival.
0: Right before the world ended, yeah.
1: So yeah, so we had Lime Cordial.
0: Yeah.
1: We had John, uh, Mr. Corby too.
0: Up to
1: uh, now, Vampire Weekend. That looked like a lot of fun. Thelma Plum too. Montaigne. Oh my god, this is a really good lineup.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was like one of the last big shows before everything shut down. It yeah. ended up in Perth. Nice. I kind of remember the very last days of the tour, the best.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think you're um, right.
0: Yeah. So it ended up in Perth um, and then there was a big after party. I'm pretty sure Lewis Capaldi, oh, Halsey no and Youngblood were also playing that
1: Whoa. that run as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see them here.
0: And I remember um, just having a real big night with Lewis Capaldi. Nice. No. We had a big one that night. Yeah. We ended up in a karaoke room at like <laughs> 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. in <laughs> yeah, Perth yeah. somewhere that we yeah. asked the lady to keep it open and oh, then had nice. a big party there. But, yeah, um, yeah the Falls Festival is another – these are all like the best festivals. So It's so
1: fun to do festivals like this, isn't it, because you really kind of – You know, being a muser, you kind of ships in the night, aren't you? You don't really have much interaction apart from you might do one together. So when you do a traveling one, you actually get to know people and it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's really dope. And, yeah, just all the spots that Falls go to is really beautiful as well. Like you normally have a bit of a week break before you go to because the Perth, Falls show is always like on the 6th of Jan or It's like a week later, Jan. isn't it? So then you have a bit of time to either go hang out in Perth or yeah. go holiday somewhere else, stay in Byron from doing the Byron Falls. So yeah. What's it, cool.
1: what's it like doing the American festivals where you're like, you're kind of in a bus and it's every day. Like how do you...
0: I haven't done, I've never done a headline US tour as G Flip, but yeah. like when I was drumming for other bands, I yeah. got on the bus and on the road and... It's so interesting in the States doing it because every city is vastly different. Where here, mm. I feel like, you know, you drive to each city and town, everything's still really Aussie. But like over there, you, like.
1: It's all really different, eh? It's
0: like you cross the border to Texas and then you're in another country <laughs> almost. Like it feels so different. Yeah. Like every state and city is got its own, like all their accents are different and yeah. you can just feel like. Yeah, there's so much difference in all the towns
1: Man, it's going to be so fun doing your tour this year
0: It's going to be very fun
1: Uh, Let's do one more because this was bloody awesome Grand final, this was really fun to watch We had half the bar screaming when we were watching this And
0: Did you meet him? Mate, he came over to me. Oh, sick. We had to do all the press stuff beforehand on the news. Like all of us like stand behind, you know, people speaking officially about the AFL. Oh, cool. So me and Robbie are like hanging back. He actually did a little speech or something. But we went to go get like these professional photos with all the entertainment. And he just comes over to me and goes, I like your tattoos. Nice. And then I was just like. Thanks, Robbie. I like your (laughs) tattoos too, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then we just had a little cute chat and, yeah, he's he's a rad dude. Yeah,
1: he seems like a lot of fun. He seems just, yeah, like a good time. Like you said, like very approachable, very yeah. nice.
0: Yeah, he's cool.
1: Man, the actual performance, it was funny. Like I had Birds of Tokyo in here not too long ago and they did one of these things and I just want to play you some audio. They described yeah. what it was like, like on the day. We had walked out onto the field and this is in motion and we're standing there and we heard the production manager go, all right, we're on in 30 seconds and we're standing there going, cool, there's no stairs connected to the stage yet. So we're like, okay, (laughs) and you just like click and you're just like, now we're 20 seconds. This staircase comes flying out, clips into the stage. They go, (laughs) and they're yelling and we literally got up there and we had like four counts come in and we were on. Pretty similar experience because there's so, like, it's weird, isn't it? Because there's just so, like, it's so unnatural, isn't it? Because you're used to sound checking and doing all that stuff.
0: It's so unnatural. Yeah. It's so weird doing TV performances. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, everyone always wants you to mime because it's easier. Because it's actually, like, fully easier for all the sound production. But I just refuse to mime. Also, I'm playing drums. Like, you're going to know if I'm miming. Yeah, totally. So, um, especially because I'm singing as well, like for other drummers the camera isn't on them the entire time but for me mm. um, the camera's on me the entire yeah. time because I'm the singer yeah um so i was just like hells no i'm not miming yeah but totally never never great. never going to do that i didn't spend my whole life yeah. Playing the drums to then pretend. Yeah. So, um, even though I understand fully the logistics, it's way easier to do that because, yeah. you know, you don't yeah, have totally. to think about mixing it and trying to get it done so quick. Like the, the yeah. job is hard and I make people's jobs harder. So thank you everyone that's no, no. let me play live. No, um, because what the people want too. They yeah. want like
1: a genuine performance. Yeah. You know?
0: So yeah, like obviously... It's crazy having to, um, do those performances cause it literally is like, okay, you're about to get 30 seconds and then you're like, wait, what? And like, cause, <laughs> yeah. and then they've got spider cams that come out of nowhere. Cause you're like, there's would... no cameras in front of me. And then oh, like, there's yeah. a camera shoots from the other side of the arena and it's like right near you. So <laughs> yeah, it's pretty weird, but yeah. it, it is fun. Like, you know, I think for any performer trying out an arena, yeah. it feels different, especially, you know playing on a ground, you don't have any people near you. So, like, it feels a little bit unnatural because there's no people right near you. Like, for Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran, they got fans screaming right below them. So, yeah, like, it feels, you know, you're more involved in the performance. But it is strange playing these things because there's no one near you.
1: Yeah. I thought you were fantastic at the Logies. I thought that was really, really great. Really strong. Just just the play... Just the way you play and sing at the same time. Just being a drummer and like, like God, I only sing backing vocals and just watching you, it's it's incredible. Like not a note attitude. The way you play, it's it's incredible.
0: Cheers. Yeah. yeah. I've had a lot of practice now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was also fun the Logies getting to just like go back to session drum roots and just drum for the Peking Duck Boys as well. So that yeah. was a bit of fun to not have to sing. Yeah. And which I don't ever get to do. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Um,
0: yeah, it was it was a cool performance. Again, another live performance. Yeah. It's like Someone's yelling one minute and someone's 30 seconds. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like, you hear one, two, three, four in your ears and then it's just on. Yeah. And then it, cameras come out of nowhere. It's wild.
1: It must be like a, just a serious, like a, when it's done, like just like this biggest siren, that first beer after finishing a show like that just must be like awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So good. And yeah, I don't like drinking before I play. Yes, yeah, I am. Um I just can't yeah. you can't drum.
1: No, you can't do and it. And then you like cannot do it.
0: my my body's like out of sync with my vocal and yeah. it's just like too much. So um I only ever have like one beer or one drink before I go yeah. on stage and then, you know. I hardly even drink afterwards now because I've got yeah. to pre- preserve my voice if I'm doing a tour with shows. Exactly. So You're
1: doing so much traveling and s- are like, stuff like this. People are like, you
0: go on tour, you must party so hard. It's like, absolutely not. Like, yeah. it's actually the healthiest and the most like, you know, clean cut I am ever. Yeah. Because I can't lose my voice. And if I go out drinking, I'm talking so much and like yelling and like, mm. you know, talking is the worst thing for a singer.
1: Yeah. And it's kind of like when you're – like you would know people all around the world and when they come to your gig, it's like an event. Mm. You know what I mean? But it's like you've kind of got to break the news. It's like, sorry, i got to like go back. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, 100%. That's exactly what it is.
1: Like. All right. One more game and then I know you're in a bit of a rush. We've got a performance here. This is cool. On Triple M's Homegrown with Mattio. it's time for Uh-Oh!
0: It's right party or dinner.
1: Jules on the backing vocals out there. So this is called Right Party Dinner. I'm going to give you three artists, pick completely at random. You've got to write a song with one, party with the next, and the third you've got to write a song with. All right?
0: Wait, the first one you write a song with?
1: So you've got three artists? Yeah. So you write a song with one, party with the next, the third you take home to dinner.
0: Take home to dinner, okay.
1: Okay, so your three acts are.
0: The
1: one and only Stevie Nicks, your second act? With Alanis And the third so Right Party Dinner With Stevie Nicks Alanis And right Powderfinger
0: Okay Right Right with Alanis Morissette
1: Nice I like that
0: I'm going to party With Stevie Nicks
1: Yeah I think that's good too Stevie
0: Nicks would know What's up
1: Yeah I reckon you're right
0: And then um,
1: Dinner with Powderfinger Yeah
0: dinner with Powderfinger That would be a lot I think that'd be nice. Good
1: answer, yeah. That's probably what i do too. Yeah,
0: I reckon that's the, the way to go. Yeah. I went to um, Stevie Nicks um, Fleetwood Mac's studio in LA. Oh, no way. In LA. Um, and oh. it was built after um, Rumours, their record. Was Rumours? Yeah, Rumours is a yeah, right big one. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one afterwards, they had a studio built in LA for them. And there's a back room that I think was very Stevie Nicks inspired or they had some, you know, hand in the, the decor, like how it was presented. And there was this crazy room that had a mirror that was never ending in this corner and you were looking at it and you can't work out what's going on or like where you are in, in the room. It's like this crazy cornered mirror room with like fake windows in the mirror. Like it's, it's crazy. It's
1: terrifying.
0: Yeah. And apparently there, there's a bathroom and there's like one really nice toilet and then like, an like an average toilet. And apparently that was Stevie's toilet. Just that one was Stevie's. Really? Yeah. And again, a lot of mirrors. <laughs> Into mirrors.
1: <laughs> what, well, were you recording there or just like hanging yeah, out? Yeah, recorded
0: seeing? there. I did some yeah. drum takes there. Cool. Um, But, yeah, the studio is pretty sick.
1: That's awesome. Mm. Hey, Jude, this has been so much fun. It's great to see you again, have you back in the studio Do another radio show. And we're so pumped for these tours. I like that. All these shows are going to sell out. It's going to be really awesome. I can't wait to see you live, and it's just great to have you back.
0: Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. If anyone wants to check out some music, check out my album, Drummer, or even come to a show at the Forum if you're in Melbourne or Enmore in Sydney or there's Brizzy Shows, Cairns Shows, Adelaide, Perth, it's all going down.
1: Yeah, that's going to be fun. Hey, Cairns is going to be good.
0: Cairns will be rowdy.
1: Are you going to have time to like hang out around? I oh, know. What have we got? we got Brisbane, Cairns. Oh, you actually, you got a bit of a gap between Cairns and Perth.
0: Yeah, true. Are
1: you going to like. I don't know. We'll chill. see. Yeah, we'll see. Cool.
0: We'll see what happens.
1: Cool. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Thanks, mate.